Ahoy and welcome to the Mojo Podcast, part of Mike's Open Journal. Here we're going to be talking about mental health and that includes all things illness, wellness, stigma and support and most importantly some of your very own personal stories. We're going to be covering projects, campaigns, starting conversations and mentioning some of those tools that have supported your well-being. I want to say thanks for being part of the podcast, whether that's as a guest, as a listener, hopefully as a subscriber. I'm Mike, and while I'm being mindfully mindless, hopefully myself and my amazing guests will be able to show you that you're not alone out there. Thank you for being part of the Mojo Podcast. These are real people, they do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves, I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. So I told everything and her face dropped. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so they can't appreciate, yeah. It's difficult dealing with our minds, and the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. You're not depressed, it's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. I don't think people realise how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. Not only did this help me to like it, Mm. it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, And then they want to talk about it. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to episode 162, I think. My name's Mike and this is the Mojo Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you're having a great day, great week, enjoying whatever it is you are currently doing. Uh, so yeah, last last week was a, a really interesting one, a really busy one. I was, I was in Sheffield for a few days last week uh, attending a mental health charity conference. And it was really interesting to hear about the the range of different services, projects, campaigns and approaches that are being used uh, across the country. It was really great to get a bit more of an insight um, and hear about some of those kind of, I guess, area specific activities that are happening um, and the successes of some of those projects as well. Also, just hearing about the impact of some of the local well-being services. So it's a really good event really good to attend uh, and hear a bit more about what's going on across the country in regards to mental health support and services but today i'm going to be talking to you about the event i attended kind of straight after that one um almost on the way back although i yeah it was a longer journey than that anyway uh so on friday uh, i was in london and you're going to start hearing there we go some of the sound so through the evening i i recorded uh, a few bits of sound but I also just wanted to feed back to you what the event was like uh, so it's really interesting to to be there to be in attendance at the 2019 online influencer awards hosted by Vilu. Uh, it was a really great event it was really interesting I, I attended last year for the first time I think the event ran I think this was the third year so I think I've just missed the, the first year that the, the event ran uh, and it was really interesting to get an insight into some of the blogs, some of the categories, 
that were that were up for awards that were nominated and from some of the people that were in attendance on the day as well it was also great to hear from some of the sponsors so i thought this would be a really interesting opportunity just to talk through a few different uh bits that happened during the evening that i think uh really worth kind of taking a moment to sit down and have a chat about so i'm going to go through those now and i am i'm going to cheat a little bit i have brought back the program with me to give me a couple of prompts on the bits i wanted to mention okay i am armed with my online influence awards 2019 uh program uh one of the first things Obviously in the programme it's got the welcome, but the, the welcome on the evening was amazing. So it was given via the a me emoji uh, kind of video presentation, uh, which was really interesting. It was a really cool way to deliver it, uh, very engaging. Uh, just it frustrates me quite a lot because I should have recorded a video of it. It was really good. Um, so I'm hoping that at some stage there will be uh, something online that's available. Um, that kind of share or point to, uh, but it was an awesome kind of introduction and welcome, uh, and gave an insight in a really nice way to the importance and recognition of bloggers, of blogging, of kind of the online. I don't know. I, I guess the importance and the recognition of being an online influencer, whatever you think about that term. But it was really interesting to hear a bit more about things like best practice, signposting, using different resources, mentioning that to other people. Um, and particularly for me in terms of being a mental health blogger, actually the importance of signposting to resources and tools is something I, I would really like to see a lot more of. Um, I think it's slowly happening, uh, but I think there is that element of responsibility when you're talking about mental health, when you're talking about well-being to be able to signpost to relevant resources and support um, is a really important thing um, and often something I think is probably overlooked um, or people aren't necessarily aware of. So it's great to hear a little bit more about that. I was really fortunate as well that as we walked through uh, and I found my table, I was sat on a table with some of the event sponsors. So to be able to hear a little bit from them about their interest in the awards uh in some of the the work that's going on around blogging as well was really interesting uh and although they weren't on my table it was also really cool to see that calm so the campaign against living miserably were sponsoring um the event as well um that was really cool it was nice to have a bit of an insight into some of the sponsors because there was quite a variety so some of the guys that were on my table uh, we're in kind of the food uh, and drink industry so to be able to hear a bit from them about their desire to kind of get involved with blogging uh, to link uh, and collaborate with bloggers was really cool um, and hear about some of the campaigns that they have backed or supported in the past as well was really interesting I uh, I did try to mention the Mental Health Blog Awards a couple of times, <laughs> so who knows. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting to, to have that opportunity. And I think sometimes, sometimes sponsors get a little bit left out, I guess, or you don't get to hear as much about them. So it was really cool to um, have a bit of information in the programme. But also, I think I was just probably quite fortunate that I was sat on a table with some of the sponsors. So I got to hear kind of a bit more from them. 
Uh, then we had a live. We had a couple of live performances. Um, last last year there were I think there were fire eaters and a male aerialist. Is that, I don't know if it, like the gymnastics in the air with cables and wires and stuff. Is that an aerialist? Um, so yeah, last year that was a male performer. This year it was a female performer um, alongside live music, which was really cool. Um, so that was nice to have there. Um, it's a really cool. I don't know. Is this like a, a usual marketing or networking event? I'm not sure. I thought it was really cool to go along to. It's quite different to most of the, I guess, more mental health blog related events um, that I've attended. So I enjoyed going along and just kind of seeing how the event ran um, and the kind of environment that was there. The mixture between people that were in different categories was ace as well. Um, to touch on the categories, we had, I think, uh, we had the beauty blogs, dad blogs, education blogs, food and drink blogs, health and fitness, interior design, LGBT+, men's fashion, motoring, mum blog, political blog, PR and comms, travel and leisure, women's fashion, Best Vlog, Blessed Instagrammer, Business Podcast, Current Affairs Podcast, Best Podcast, Best Newcomer, oh my goodness, Content Agency, Cause-Led Influence Campaign, Influence Campaign, and Best Blog. So a huge range of awards. I think for me particularly, um, as always interested in the health and fitness, because that's generally where mental health seems to sit. Um, although, I think from the... From the finalists, it very much was more of a traditional health and fitness kind of category. Um, so it didn't really feel like there was a huge, a, a huge amount of kind of mental health or well-being coverage there. Although I have had a little bit of a look at the four finalists' uh, blogs and websites, and they do have kind of elements and areas that cover mental health within their own, even though that's not their focus. Um, so it's interesting to see a little bit more from them. I was particularly interested to see the LGBT plus category. Um, it was, to my understanding, this is a new category this year. I don't remember it being there last year. Uh, and it was just really cool to see a bit more, I guess, diversity um, within the, the blogging framework. I think things like the fashion, travel, food, beauty um, are quite well-established categories now. Um, so to see... Um, the LGBT plus category added I think is hugely important I think blogs play a very influential or have a very influential opportunity have a real key role in terms of people's support particularly at um, potentially challenging times for people that might be currently uh, uncertain around their gender around their sexuality their identity so I think having the, the LGBT plus blogs as a category is a hugely um, beneficial thing um, but also really important again just to um, give recognition to what is actually a hugely hugely important category for blogging uh, the, the, uh, the campaign and cause led stuff I found quite interesting. There's quite a variety. Um, 
and it's also it's it's really nice to see that side of someone really trying to achieve something purposeful I guess through their blogging or through a particular campaign um, so seeing a range of stuff there was really really cool and really interesting again to get that insight uh, it was interesting to see the kind of the Instagrammer and the podcast well the range of podcast awards um, added in and I guess that's that side of the kind of the online influence awards growing from the blog awards um, and I, I totally totally get that I think that's right um, I do think you could kind of still call it the blog awards um, in the depending on what they are that it's a category of kind of recording of uh, giving recognition to certain events or conversations uh, so you could argue it's a form of blogging but I definitely think kind of move into that online influence or online influencer kind of a heading um, I think is a good way to go um, and again interesting to see kind of the mixture in those that were nominated for the best blog um, Best education was cool to see as well. Again, I think a really important uh, resource, I think, for teachers. And I, I, I want to say that uh, the teacher toolkit that won this year, I think they won last year as well. So really cool to see that there's kind of that continued investment of time, uh, knowledge, excellence and resources in some of those blogs and probably key resources for, for professionals as well. Uh, I think for for the event as a whole, it was really cool to to go along and to attend to attend a blogging event, which is something that many of us do kind of in our own time um, or with flexible time, I guess. Um, so not necessarily as part of like an office environment. It's often done kind of on our own. Some people I know have kind of a small team around them, but often I think it's. Um, people are, are putting these resources, this recollection, this shared knowledge out um, independently. So to have that opportunity for people to share their experience and, and have recognition, to have a form of reward for that, I think is really cool. Uh, and to to raise awareness of other blogs and other resources that are there as well is great. Um, obviously the event itself is a, <laughs> is lovely um, so like I, I mentioned there's the live performances there were um, there was music um, kind of in the foyer area um, beforehand as well uh, there was uh, I think there were a couple of drinks and some sweets I don't know if they actually were sweets but I think they were sweets um, and bits and pieces that were around from some of the sponsors as well so again a really nice way to uh, kind of get that engagement uh, going along again I think I was kind of fortunate with the table I was on to be able to have a chat with some of the sponsors um, last year I think I was on a table with a couple of different bloggers so again I suppose it's a different opportunity um, because I was able to hear a bit more about what they did and that was again something different to, to what I'm used to having conversations around um, so that was really cool it was at a different venue um, so we're in a ballroom which was absolutely lovely really good setting a little bit warm by the end um, but yeah it was really good um, the awards were presented uh, by a headline comedian so that was really interesting to, to have there on the day as well 
I think all in all it was just it was just a really cool opportunity to to be in the room with some amazing bloggers um, bloggers and Instagrammers I suppose as well and podcasters uh, that are a part of yeah sharing our experiences uh, sharing knowledge um, encouraging other people to try different things in a range of different fields uh, and there was a real range because as uh, I would say probably maybe over half of the finalists are bloggers that I haven't heard of um, so through the evening I was kind of on and off having a look on social media to try and find out a bit more about the channels um, and there's a real range of nominees that have small or larger followings um, although I was particularly just looking at Twitter and uh, and I think that was really cool as well. It wasn't necessarily a case of, oh, this person has a larger following and so they are the finalists or they are the winner. Um, there was a real recognition of the importance of um, blogs that didn't have uh, as large a following. And I think that's really important. Otherwise, I think to some extent, the awards become irrelevant if you're just going to go with, oh, this person has more of an online following and so they receive an award or they get the recognition and someone else doesn't um there might be times when that person does but i i've just i've seen that happen in other awards and i just kind of think well there's no point in coming we all know who's gonna win or have that recognition um so kind of where what's the point um so yeah it was really cool to see a good spread um within each of the categories i think um of audience reach um of social media engagement of recognition so some of the names you'll have heard of and others you won't um so that was really good i did particularly like that there was a couple of finalists that i recognized from last year but again like i said also quite a few that i didn't uh and I think being able to go along as I, I wasn't a finalist, I wasn't on any of the um, the final shortlists. Being able to go along as someone that's a little bit outside of that was also quite cool. You can go along and just enjoy the evening, see what's going on, be part of it, have a chat with a few people. Um, I was fortunate enough to also see uh, Jake and Holly or, or towards the end of the evening. So to have a chat with some of the guys from the Velu team uh, was pretty awesome as well. So it's nice just to be able to engage a bit more with the with the people that are there, uh, and hopefully it'll be an opportunity uh, potentially in the future or next year to to go back and attend another one of their events as well. And I can only really see the awards growing. I think they added in this year, so this being the third year, they added in the uh, Hall of Fame. So recognising some of the people that have had a large number of, I don't know if it was nominations or wins, um, which you had, I think there were three or four uh, bloggers or vloggers that have had uh, a large kind of recognition within the awards. Uh, so kind of holding them up as kind of, I don't know, like, I always think of it as like best practice. I don't know if it's, you can interpret it in a range of different ways, I guess, but I think sort of saying like these are the people that over a period of time continue to put out good content work in the correct way are kind of ethical uh, and good examples so if you're starting out with blogging or you're thinking of doing a particular campaign these are good people to kind of 
follow example from or have a look at their site see how they lay stuff out um, if you've got questions maybe approach them um, so I, I quite like the idea of it I think it depends on how it grows as to how that's perceived in future but um, the idea of having those people that have been uh, kind of I guess role models over a period of time or successful within their field um, is a really cool thing to look at adding into the awards as it grows uh, so I look forward to, to kind of seeing where that goes in the future as well. Um, I am quite conscious now that I was just going to sit down and have a bit of a chat and give you a bit of a catch up on the awards but I've waffled on for a lot longer than I was expecting to um, so I am going to wrap it up I'm just going to say that I really enjoyed attending the event so I was very fortunate that earlier in the year um, I'd been listed in a top 10 mental health blogs um, list uh, produced by Vulu. So uh, I was invited along to the evening. Um, so I am going to do my very, very best to continue to be excellent at mental health blogging uh, and hopefully make the list again next year um, and potentially then get another invitation to this awesome event. Um, however, until then, um, I do want to mention uh, the Mental Health Blog Awards. As I mentioned, this was maybe the one side that I think is quite difficult um, because predominantly when I've attended uh, blog award events, um, they are you, you usually see mental health kind of wrapped up within health and fitness, and I think they're very different categories. Um, I think. You, Kind of, I, I don't know if you'd have health separately, but fitness is definitely a different category to, to mental health and to well-being. Um, so I'm going to mention the Mental Health Blog Awards that will be coming back in July of 2020 for the third year. Um, we, I think we're almost confirmed on the venue. Hopefully that will be coming out probably mid December I think we'll be able to confirm that um, and then the kind of nomination season starts again in February so it all comes around very very quickly um, but I'm looking forward to to getting that kicked off and yeah there was definitely a couple of things um, that I kind of picked up from uh, the Velu Awards that I might try to kind of add in and incorporate in some way uh, to the Mental Health Blog Awards next year and, and kind of see how that goes but yeah I think that side of of having recognition of uh, signposting I think is a really cool thing to get from the awards I know awards are not for everyone particularly around blogging and particularly around mental health blogging however I just my experience is that most mental health bloggers are not paid for their blog they do very very little if any kind of sponsored or paid content um, and they are very often sharing uh, precious knowledge and personal experiences without recognition, without reward. Um, and so for me personally, I think having, having the Mental Health Blog Awards is a, a really important thing um, to give recognition to those people, but also an opportunity for people to collaborate uh, and meet in person as well, I think is a, a really key thing. So I look forward to the Mental Health Blog Awards next year. I look forward to... Um, well, I look forward to seeing some of the pictures and the videos and the other blogs, uh, vlogs, uh, etc. that will come from the Online Influencer Awards over the next week or two uh, as people put their own content up. Uh, but I very much enjoyed it. I, I also want to use this opportunity to mention to you, if you know of other events that are happening around blogging, particularly mental health or wellbeing blogs, um, let me know. 
uh, often. I think there's one or two, usually through the winter, and then they usually pick up a bit more in the summer. But if there's stuff going on around you, whether it's online or in person, please let me know. Um, it'd be great to kind of share some of those events, whether we're able to attend or not, um, and let more people know about it. So, um, yeah, thank you for continuing to engage, for supporting the podcast, for listening to me sit and waffle about a very cool evening a few days ago. And... Um, hopefully i will i will be talking to you again very very soon in fact i know i will because i have i have just recorded um an episode of the megacast with wes and matt so we will be back next week i think with uh i've lost track of it and our numbers but i'll be back with the next megacast episode next week so i look forward to sharing that with you then uh but for now Please remember, you're not alone out there. These are real people. They do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. So I told everything and her face dropped. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation so they can appreciate yeah it's difficult dealing with our minds and the suicidal thoughts were back people knew that there was something not right but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything you're not depressed it's it's all in your head that's probably the statement i've had people say the most i mean this 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 shit is real and it's hard it's exhausting and i don't think people realize how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are not only did this help me to write it Mm. it potentially might have helped some other people as well so it sort of started from there so many people think they're alone and then you hear other people talk about it and they think oh that's you know that's so brave or i could relate to that um and then they want to talk about it